Hello everyone, welcome to the Black Art Bulletin, a short-form podcast where I highlight Black artists and creators throughout history. As a reminder, please follow the podcast on Instagram to see the visual references of the pieces that we discussed today. Um, And yeah, I'm not even going to delay it any further. Let's just get into it. Welcome back, everyone. This week, we're going to talk a little bit more about Julian Hudson. So Hudson is considered the first Black artist to work in New Orleans and the second documented professional Black artist in the country after Joshua Johnson of Baltimore. We already spoke about him. So the self-portrait completed in the late 1830s is the only known self-portrait by an African-American of the colonial period. Only a small body of his work survives. And of his output, there was no miniature paintings that are known, um, only half a dozen mostly small-scale portraits. There was some recent discoveries of paintings. However, they have not been directly attributed to him um, and have just required some additional research um, from historians' part just to tick and tie that they are actually Hudson's pieces. So Hudson was the offspring of a white British father that was a merchant, ironmonger, and a ship chandler, and also the son to a free property-owning mixed-race mother. So Hudson grew up and was educated and painted in New Orleans, which was home to the largest community of mixed-race people in the United States at that time. At 13, Hudson apprenticed under a tailor that was a mixed-race free man, but then two years later began art training um, with this Italian painter. So the Italian mentor that Hudson had taught him many techniques for capturing likeness, especially on a small scale. Um, But actually before long, he was given funds by his grandmother and he was able to make a trip to Paris. Once Hudson got back to New Orleans, at around age 20, he continued his studies and basically studied under a German-born Paris-trained portraitist that taught him theory, but where this portraitist kind of uh, had his biggest downfall was in terms of capturing autonomy and just like general body parts, I would say. So Hudson's mentor basically encouraged him to you know, continue training, but also increase the scale of his work. And he provided a lot of models for some of his initial oil paintings. Hudson's earliest painting, Portrait of a Young Girl with a Rose, that was created in 1834, is a charming painting, but stilted in likeness of this young girl. Some of the downfalls of the painting in general come from his training with this German mentor that he had. So like the hands and the eyes are just slightly, or not even slightly, they are awkwardly rendered. Then he had this painting, Creole Boy with a Moth, um, that he created in 1835. And again, this shows some of the influence of this German mentor on him, Um, particularly some of the renderings, again, for the body parts are rendered a little bit awkward. But then there is also this use of this three-quarter pose that basically his mentor was notorious for using. At this time, Hudson was sharing studios with clients and this international community that he had formed throughout all of his training. Um, And he really started to understand that 
to create better art, he would have to return back to Paris and continue his studies to upgrade his skills. So between 1835 and 1837, he studied in Paris to a former pupil of the neoclassical titan, Jacques Louis David. And upon his arrival, Hudson resumed his career with enhanced skill and ambition. There's two surviving works from this time period of his career, both dated in 1839. Some people have said that during this period and these two pieces that do survive, they, they show the possibilities, um, but also the limits of his Parisian training. He was commissioned to do a portrait of Jean Michael Fortier, the son of a local military figure. And in this painting, Hudson attempted his largest and most detailed likeness, and he got somewhat mixed reviews from this. The painting measures 30 by 35 inches, and the canvas features a really confidently painted portrait. However, the sitter holds this rolled sheet of music that clearly shows visible notes, but his hand seems like disembodied from his body. Um, and this kind of shows some of the shortcomings of the artist's efforts to elevate his like his art, his training, his style. Um, and that kind of like, even though he went to Paris to, you know, take a step back and really refocus and refine his, his career and some of his artistic abilities, it did show that even doing this, he was still unable to overcome some of those initial trainings that he received when he was younger. On the other hand, his second portrait, um, that he created also in 1839, Portrait of a Man, called a self-portrait. Hudson returns to a smaller format of about an eight by seven inches, and he actually receives more satisfying results here. The long, narrow face and sharp, prominent nose and large eyes of the sitter, um, also really focusing on like the fancy outfit that he's wearing, particularly this patterned vest. It's just, they're rendered really confidently and comfortably. The sitter in the portrait looks really thoughtful and alert, um, really well-groomed and just shows like these qualities of this time of like a gentleman. It is a little bit unknown if this was actually a self-portrait of Hudson himself, um, but we do know that Hudson did paint this and it really does showcase some of his ability and more so his, abil his ability to evoke the subject's persona um, and distinctive features and just overall like essence of a person in a portrait. The circumstances surrounding Hudson's death in 1844 at age 33 still remain a mystery and there's no public records or papers, documents really speaking to his passing. Um, and so that's kind of where Hudson's story ends. Again, there has been several paintings that have been rediscovered that people believe are Hudson's, but they have not been directly attributed to him. So he kind of has only left us with a few notable pieces of work during his time as an artist. I personally really enjoyed learning about Hudson and just like hearing more of his training and some of like his abilities since he is one of the more notable artists during colonial America. I hope that you guys, you know, enjoyed learning about him too and continue to explore some of the work that he created during this time. Again, shameless plug, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram. 
Um, we'll be posting a lot of the pieces that we discussed today. And I think it's really nice to kind of be able to visually reference some of the things that we've already talked about. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys next week. And yeah, I'll, I'll see you then.